Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. The arrived, they found the telephone the electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Serial killers usually take their time perfecting their craft. Not many accelerate their murders at rapid rates, out of fear of growing careless and slipping up. On August 26, 1968, a man was born who would murder, torture, and rape 11 women in just nine months. A man who hated sex workers and decided to take it upon himself to get them off the streets. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Benjamin Tony Atkins was born on August 26, 1968, and raised in what sources claim was a tortured childhood. He grew up in and out of boys' homes, and when he was with his mother, she forced him to sit in the back seat while she entertained Johns in the front seat. And when he was just 10 years old, he was raped by a caseworker who was supposed to be a protector. His hatred for sex workers, more specifically his own mother, led him to become America's fastest serial killer. Named the Woodward Corridor Killer, Benjamin raped and strangled 11 women in Highland Park and Detroit, Michigan over the course of nine months. According to the FBI, this was the greatest number of victims in the shortest period of time in the United States, making him somewhat of a macabre celebrity. These victims, who were almost all sex workers, were found in abandoned motels and other derelict buildings near Woodward Avenue. The first three were Darlene Saunders, 34, who was raped and sodomized in October of 1991, Debbie Ann Friday, 30, found raped and strangled and sodomized on December 14, 1991, and just 16 days later, Bertha Jean Mason, 26, who was found strangled, raped, and sodomized. He would later say that he lured Bertha into his home where they smoked crack together in an abandoned building. When she tried to leave, he grew furious and choked her to death. Her body was found on January 3rd when demolition of the building he left her in began. That same day, the body of Patricia Cannon George, 36, was found, and 22 days later, the body of 39-year-old Vicki Truelove. On February 17, 1992, the bodies of 34-year-old Valerie Chalk, 23-year-old Juanita Hardy, and an unknown female were found strangled to death in the Monterey Motel in three separate rooms. As the bodies piled up, a task force was created to try and capture the Woodward Corridor killer. It contained investigators from Highland Park, Detroit, 
Michigan State Police, as well as the added help of the FBI, all determined to catch this monster as fast as possible. They knew this man was moving at an alarming, unheard-of rate, and they would have to try and move faster if they wanted to avoid any other murders. On April 9, 1992, the body of 28-year-old Brenda Mitchell was found in Highland Park, as well as 27-year-old Vicki Beasley Brown on October 15th, 45-year-old Joanna O'Rourke exactly one month later, 21-year-old Oceana Waymer, and 29-year-old Latanya Shawanda Smith on August 21st. I know that seems like a lot of names pretty quickly, but that's how quickly this man worked. It became abundantly clear that he was not slowing down anytime soon. It also became clear that they needed one more person to solve the crime. A woman lucky enough to survive an attack by a man she knew as Tony. She gave enough information and Benjamin Tony Atkins was finally arrested. During his initial arrest, he assured investigators that he could not be the killer they were looking for because he was a homosexual with no interest in women. But one investigator, who was an hour away from leaving on vacation, asked for one last shot talking to Benjamin. He walked in and began sympathizing with Benjamin. He said he knew Benjamin grew up without a father and that he, a father himself, understood that Benjamin had a lot he needed to get off of his chest. And with that, Benjamin worked his way through 12 hours and five burgers while he confessed to the murders of 11 women, including one that he had hidden in a secret basement beneath a vacant garage. He went on to say, I killed all 11 of them so I didn't have to worry about them pressing charges. He was charged with 11 counts of first-degree murder, and his lawyers fought to make the jury understand how his harsh life shaped him into the monster they now saw before them. But in the end, they found him guilty on all 11 counts, as well as one of first-degree sexual assault. Benjamin shrugged it off as he was given his 11 life sentences. Benjamin Atkins remained in prison until September of 1997, when he died from an infection related to HIV. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 27th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. 
and we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.